We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of the many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. This is episode 603 of the Roadman Cyclone podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about five habits that will destroy your motivation to train. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, welcome back. Number 603, coming at you. Roadman, I've been talking recently on the podcast about how I'm exploring and participating a little bit more over on Twitter. I'm just Roadman Cycling over on Twitter. One of the main benefits of me being more active on Twitter is you can tweet a lot without really annoying people. You know, you can put out 10, 15 tweets a day and whatever way those algorithm fairies work, it only exposes that tweet to certain people. And then as it catches traction and it figures out that people are interested in it, it will show it to more people. Imagine I put out 10 or 15 podcasts a day, like every one of you guys would unsubscribe from the podcast. So I've been using this uh, feature of Twitter, this sort of multiple tweet feature, to bait a load of hooks and really see what people are interested in. And one of the topics that caught fire for me yesterday, and people seem to be really interested in it, was five habits that will destroy your motivation to train. So that's what I want to talk about. The first one's expectations. I see this with clients all the time when they come in the door. And I've recently had to implement this sort of screening test when would-be clients come in the door. And honestly, we say more, we say no to more clients than we say yes to now. If it's not a right fit for us, we're saying no to clients. And one of the big problems we see people coming in was they expect too much too fast. Many people want to see remote results immediately. And when they don't see them, it defeats their motivation and ultimately they quit. You need to logically think about this. If it took you six years to gain 20 kilograms, you're not going to undo all that damage, all those late nights, all that bad food, all those bad habits. You're not going to undo that in six weeks. You need to be realistic. So what I like to do is, firstly, assess where they're at right now. Secondly, assess what resources they can allocate to this project. By that, I mean financial resources, time resources, motivation resources, and then calculating that A and B, then figure out what a likely goal looks like. 
Sometimes the goal might be a stretch goal. Other times it might be, you know, quite within a reach goal. But we're just trying to wean out those goals that are absolutely stupid. You know, the 45-year-old who comes in who's 20 kilograms overweight, who has very little cycling experiences before, and he wants to win a 2.2 in a UCI race, but he only has six hours a week available to train. You know, that it doesn't add up. So that's number one. Number two, it's comparisons. Your mission is to make small, incremental, daily improvements towards your goal. You need to ignore the trajectory of others. Winners compare their achievements with their goals. They have blinkers on and they don't see what other people are doing. We've heard, I think it was Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. And it truly is. Because so many times we end up looking at our chapter two and comparing it to someone else's chapter 11. We end up looking at someone else who's ripped with a six pack and we're six weeks into our weight loss journey. And we're like, okay, how come he's got a six pack? Because he's six years into that same journey. So we can't compare our chapter one with someone else's chapter 10. So stay away from comparisons because they will kill your motivation to train like nothing else. Number three, it's choosing too many goals simultaneously. This is one that really resonates with me. You need to work to be great at one thing instead of mediocre at two or three things. Pick your goal and go all in on that. Stay the course until you achieve it. I think it's a Russian philosopher name escapes me. He has this brilliant piece of advice that if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither one. And this really strongly resonates with me. Resonates with me. I had a period in my life, and I've documented it quite well on the podcast, where I came back from being a full-time cyclist, and I was a little lost, if I'm totally honest. And I had the entrepreneurial bug, and I wanted to really build businesses. I wanted to build a lifestyle for myself, and I seen this as the vehicle to build that lifestyle. I thought, being... An entrepreneur, having these multiple sources of income, I can be my own boss, I can pick my own hours. But it turns out being an entrepreneur is hard. Startups are hard. Even the very talented people succeed in maybe one startup in their life. And I had the naivety slash arrogance to think I could do two, three, four startups simultaneously. Now, any one of those startups, if I had to put 100% of myself into that startup, it could have been magic. It could have been gold. Like, could the cafe that I had, could that have been the best cafe in Ireland? The best cycling cafe in the world? I don't know. Maybe if I poured 100% of myself into that and stayed the course and went all in on it, yes, maybe it could have. But I didn't. I spread myself too thin. And as a result, I achieved excellence in absolutely nothing. So this was something I tried to learn coming into the podcast. And every day of the week, I leave money on the table now by pursuing the podcast. People come to me saying, hey, would you like to consult on this? Would you like to do a bit of legal work on that? I've got this cool opportunity. And always, in, not in a rude way, but my answer is no, 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 no. Why? Because if I t- chase two rabbits again, I'm going to end up catching none. And I'm all in on the podcast. Number four, it's shiny object syndrome. This is one so many people fall into in the cycling space, and it's because it is a very attractive lord. Marketers are really baiting this hook for us, and they're making it so attractive to chase the newest free speed, to chase the newest shortcut, the newest hack, instead of remaining singularly focused on the path you're on and chipping away in a proven direction daily. That's what we need to do. We need to say, this is the vehicle that's going to get me success, staying in that vehicle instead of jumping off into many different vehicles. A great way to think about this is 
Inside Roadman Coaching, we use a reverse periodization system. So I'm not going to go into a full reverse periodized uh, blur pair, but what a reverse periodized session is, we roughly start with a four-month plan. Month one, we really focus it on sprints. Month two, on VO2 max. Month three, on threshold. Month four, more on race-specific stuff. So that training philosophy is called reverse periodization. Now, there's many ways to skin the cat. You can do a standard periodization. You can do a front-loaded periodization. Many different ways to skin the cat. And I actually believe that most of them do succeed. I happen to favor reverse periodization, but most of them will work if you stay the course in that vehicle where people fall off track and where they get this shiny object syndrome is they'll do two or three weeks of reverse periodization and then they'll read an article about standard periodization and they'll jump across to that. And then they'll do that for a few weeks before they read an article about front-loaded periodization and then they'll jump over to that. Chasing shiny objects will not bring you success. Number five, and I love this one because it's something just a training partner, myself and Sean McKenna used to say out training all the time. It's leave yourself somewhere to go. I'm calling it pacing. So we start out with a goal and we're motivated. We're so motivated. We start out hard. We start out fast. We watch every, you know, David Goggins motivational video or if it's entrepreneurial stuff, we watch every Gary Vee video. Motivation is ridiculous. It's off the charts. We want to just spend every hour of the day doing that activity on the bike, chasing those gains, but that's not sustainable. Any goal that's worth pursuing, it takes time to get there. And rest periods are as important as work periods because what we're striving for is long run sustainability for us to be in the game over a long, long period. This is podcast episode 602. If I had went out like a bat out of hell for the first 100 episodes, there probably wouldn't be a podcast right now. It's the same with my cycling. I'm 10 years plus into my cycling journey. The goal is sustainability, folks. I hope you enjoyed those. Yesterday's podcast was a slightly different direction. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. So hit me up over on Twitter. It's Roadman Cycling. Our Instagram, it's Roadman Cycling as well. And let me know what you thought of it. It was a new entrepreneurial series called Founders that we're rolling out. I'm going to roll it out for the Tuesdays for the next maybe 10, 12 weeks where I want to get inside the mind of the people who drive our industry forward, the people who help build the products that we've come to rely on in cycling. Yesterday's one was an amazing interview, I thought, with Michael Brandt, the founder of HVMN Ketones. They've been the topic of conversation between myself and almost every guest I've had on the podcast off air. So it's really amazing to bring the guy behind the scenes who's popularized this technology, brought it into the mainstream consciousness. It's amazing to hear him give such an honest, vulnerable interview about the struggles of building a business and his personal aspirations for the next 12 months. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, it's an epic. Mark the calendar. Tell your friends. Book the day off work. We have Mr. Fred Wright joining us on the podcast. He's going to talk all things Vuelta España, including never spoken about before, that Roglic incident, where him and Roglic came together, resulting in Roglic leaving the Vuelta España. It's hot off the press, and it's coming at you tomorrow, Roadman. Until then. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. 
Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.